Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up your volume. your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> you know, I, 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 there is a Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoins, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la You found the dogs. John, you found the dogs. He found the dogs. And all together, they worked the young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. It's going to be sick. All right, Marinaro, welcome on this. Uh, what are we actually uh, now that we uh, now that I think of it? Oh yeah, yeah, we're Wednesday night. That's right. Uh, where um, Mark Andre uh, Perot is uh, usually a regular collaborator, and he joins me on uh, Wednesday nights. But I I haven't checked in with uh, with Mapper yet to tell you the truth. I jeez, uh, I I hope everything's okay because he's usually on way way ahead of time. And uh, my buddy Sammy, a master control. Uh, actually, I'm seeing that Mapper is uh, in the green room, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So we're going to talk to him momentarily. We have a lot to talk to you about tonight, a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, because there's a lot going on in the world of the Montreal Canadiens, where last night uh, they were officially eliminated from a playoff spot. But let's be honest. I mean, they were unofficially eliminated for many of us, probably going back a couple of months. Uh, who's not eliminated is the sick podcast. Did we have a real good one yesterday? Uh, for those of you who are with us uh, tonight and were with us last night, or for those of you who missed it, well, the sick podcast starts at 10 p.m. Eastern and it goes for at least an hour. And last night we went until I don't have the official count, but I think it was probably a minute or two before 12:30 a.m or maybe even a minute or two after 12.30 a.m. But it was a sick, sick show last night. Uh, sick podcast, sick show, it had to be, where we had um, Stéphane from Quebec Cité, who goes under 66 spinning on YouTube Live. Uh, he actually wanted to meet Peter from Cote St. Luke, so I gave Peter from Cote St. Luke a call. Peter answered. I gave Peter the 1-888-585-SICK number, 1-888-585-7425 number. Peter called in. We sent the video link to Stefan in Quebec City, and we're going to be doing that more and more often, by the way. It's the first time we sent a caller a video link to actually come on so that we can see him. So, Stefan, you made history last night on the sick podcast. So anyway, I had Stefan there and uh, from Quebec City and I had Peter from Cote St. Luke. We had a lovely conversation, riveting stuff. Uh, this, you know what? Peter is one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life until I basically virtually or via web here or whatever you want to call it via the podcast, met Stefan, who's also a very interesting cat. All right. And so I can't wait for us to get together, and we will at some point. As a matter of fact, I just got out of the spa, give or take, about 30 minutes ago. And while I was in there, I was FaceTiming with Agnello, and I was telling Agnello, Agnello, what are we doing here? We have to get together with this sick army, this sick community, these people that have supported us, because I know that you're all starting to establish a relationship here 
and you've almost become friends while this is going on, and you want to meet each other. You want to meet each other. And so Agnello and I were talking about it, and even though he told me to hold off on this, I'm going to do it anyway, because, you know, like, I run the show here, you know what I mean? I'd like to ask you, and I'm going to be, Agnello is going to be taking a look at all the comments on social media, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Twitter Live. I will as well. Sammy will. They're going to jot it down, okay? So we have four or five dates in mind that we'd like to meet in the next uh, couple of months here, okay? Tell me, would you like to have a get-together on Saturday, April 8th, while the Canadians are visiting the Leafs? Keep in mind, it's Easter weekend. Or would you like to get together on the final game of the regular season when the Boston Bruins visit the Montreal Canadiens? That is a Thursday, April 13th. Or would you like to get together at some point in May? And if so, let us know a Friday or a Saturday? Or would you like to get together in June and let us know a Friday or a Saturday? Of course, we'd like to do a... uh, some kind of a uh, draft party, if we can. I mean, that's in the works. But, I mean, the draft goes Wednesday, June 28th, and Thursday, June 29th. By the way, when was the last time the draft was on a Wednesday or Thursday? Am I losing my mind here? Or has it pretty much always been on a Friday and a Saturday? It seems that way. It seems that way. Oh, my God, on April 13th, Jose Levesque will be at the game. There's no way we can end up uh, having a get-together on April 13th if Jose Levesque's going to be at the game and she's not going to be at the get-together. I mean, that defeats the purpose. I mean, Jose Levesque has to be there. Everyone wants to meet La Belle Jose. Naturally. The Sick Podcast, brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group. A perfect fit for this podcast. You want to know why? Because no one has more energy than me when it comes to radio, when it comes to television, and when it comes to podcasting. That's why they're a fit. They're also a fit because the headquarters is out of Villa Sal, which is not too far from my place. They're also a fit because Mike Cinquino and Sean Gerard are two of the most stand-up guys I've ever met in my life. Men of honor, cut from a different cloth. You know, like of yesteryear, the way they used to make them that they don't make them anymore. Those guys are like that. And that's the kind of operation that they run, full of honor, honesty, integrity, loyalty, energy transportation group, a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America. They are driven to be different. And my friends, of course, over at the group Geloso, Aldo Geloso, Ted Ferrace, Fred Sartor, the list goes on and on. Brewed in Quebec and a winner of a dozen international awards, La Bête à TB offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. La Bête à TB, embrace your true nature. We have our guy. Bring him on. From Teleaspar, Marc-André Perrault. Comment ça va, mon chum? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to try to match that energy, man. You give me the chills. Wow, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I just yeah. want to call Energy Group, uh, drink yeah. some Bitta TB. Uh, oh, I still have me. your Bitta TB, by the way. Your case of 12 is still in my fridge. Next we were week. supposed to get together, and we didn't. Next week. Next yeah. week, well, I mean, I'm, I, I, I mean, I was in Boston, Buffalo, Philadelphia. It's yeah. not my fault. Next week, I'll be in Montreal for sure, and we will get together. And you know what? Not only are you gonna give me my K, my my, my case, my yes, yeah, yeah, your 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 case of twelve, yeah, yeah, 12 I mean, pack. but we're gonna have one together, and that's that's an order. Wow. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Hey, my right. buddy Frank Consolo who's a big fan of yours and oh, a big fan of 66 spinning, who otherwise is, is of course, Stefan from Quebec City. He says hello to you on YouTube Hi. Live. 
Hi, Stefan. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, 66 spinning. Yeah. Says hello 66. as well. Hi, 66 spinning. By that's, the that's way, not a, that's not a, that's not a first name in English, isn't it? I'm going to stop getting, I'm going to stop having you on the show now pretty soon. eh? Oh yeah. Why? Yeah. Because Jose Levesque gives me, uh, you know, some really nice attention that we can all use every now and then. And the second that you appear on the screen, oh, le beau mapper, il est beau mec, wow. ici comme ça, il est tellement fait, il est tellement gentil, il est tellement beau, il est tellement fin, il est tellement excellent. All of a sudden, she forgets about me. Well, jealousy is an ugly feeling. You should it know is, that. But, but I'm going to tell you something, my friend. I am on a health kick like you cannot believe. And between now and the end of the year, no one will be talking about Mapper anymore. They're all going to be talking about marination. <laughs> the marination. You know oh. that I have a I have a contest with the uh, with Jean Charles. Yeah. Well. You know that, eh? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I kind of figured that out. Who's your money on? Uh, he said he's going to lose twenty one. I said I'm going to lose twenty five. Who's your money on? Uh, you. You know you, how much? And it's not even a question because I mean you're on fire. You look uh, pretty yeah. uh, intense, confident, and I, I know that those nice pants you showed us yeah. a few weeks ago, you, you don't want them to fit you anymore. So no, I don't. Uh, you must be talking about uh, the blue velvet pants. <laughs> exactly. Higher, please. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Higher, please. All right. Okay. By the way, hi, we're gonna get hi Jose. We're hi, talking. Jose. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Jose. Of course. Yeah. Listen, we're talking Habs. Uh, we'll start in ten seconds. But since we started the whole, guess how much weight I've lost in two days? Two days. Uh, two. I, I'm gonna go two days. Four, yeah. or five. Nine and a half. Oh, that's a lot. Did you? Yeah. Eat? Listen you, to me. Like... When I go, I go hard. Like, I uh, go, go big, big or go home. I go big or go home. I don't do anything yeah. halfway, my friend. And I, that's, you know, that's, that's, why that's just the way I'm wired. It. And she say, you know, he's, uh, I don't know if you say that in English, but the sugar tooth or sugar teeth. Yeah, well, so you do know? I. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, do but I. Yeah. he likes, you know, he, he likes pleasure. I don't know. And yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you too, okay. obviously, but yeah. Uh, of course, yes. <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I know it, it, like it happened yesterday, but of course you saw it today. It made the rounds of the media still. Some fans are talking yeah. about it. Jeff Gordon tried to clear the air yesterday. What am I talking yeah. about? Uh, look, look who's here. Look, oh, say hi. Say hi. Look, look who's here. Look who's here. Hold on a second. Look. Hello. That's uh, that Joey Scalzo from Moxie Coiffure. That's my uh, hairstylist. He's probably going to oh, come yeah? in and, uh, yeah, give me a trip. He's going to do it live? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But don't worry it. about it. He's not going to bother us. Okay, listen. Okay. Hey, Joe, how are you? Nice to see you. You're looking great. All right, okay. Um, for those who missed it, you yeah. were there, right? I was there. I, Tell I, us I exactly think, yeah. how it went down and how it felt being there and what the reaction was like when one of your colleagues asked a question that Marty St. Louis didn't like too much. Well, first of all, obviously, uh, Marty St. Louis uh, it was not in his plan to make Sean Farrell play yesterday. So let's start with that. Uh, but so it, it's a bad Do you know why? Do you know why? Besides the fact well, that he, he, well, he just won two or? games and things are doing well. Uh, he, the, the team was doing well. Not only like winning, the team was doing well. Uh, Farrell didn't have time to practice, and I mean, it, it's it's the National Hockey League. It's not just your beer league on, on yeah. Saturday night. It's it, it, it's the big things. It's the show. They don't call the show for nothing. But it's it, it's all about contracts, and in contracts, you have that first game. You have to fly the the parents, the family, blah blah blah. So, anyways, uh, I'm sure it was not planned for Marty Saint Louis. But then he learns that, you know, you're going to have to play him. Yeah. So, and let, let's start with the fact that on a back-to-back, -back, yeah, the second game. So, yeah, yeah, the second game, the coach speaks at five, okay? okay? The last thing a coach wants to do at five o'clock, so two hours prior to, to a game, is speak to the media. There's so many things going through his mind. Yeah. Uh, strategy, uh, 
meetings, everything. So anyways, it, it, it's already a pain in the ass. He comes to talk with us and we ask the question about Farrell. Pardon me. I know you're probably not going to like this because, you know, you're in the business of getting audio and and of basically of interviewing athletes, coaches. I think he does too much every now and then. I'd give him a break, man. I I would agree. And I was having that conversation with my colleagues on the back to back. Give us Stefan Rabida. Give us Alex Burroughs. Give us anyone. Give him a break. But, you know, he's the coach of the Montreal Canadiens, so it comes with it. It's a pain in the butt, but it is what it is, right? Yeah. So anyways, you come in that room, and uh, so first question, obviously, is, uh, okay, so why did you decide to, to, to make Farrell, to put him on your lineup? And he's like, that's a question for Kent. Yeah. And I, it's intense. It's already intense. So I'm yeah. there, and, you know, I want to calm things down. So I throw him a softie, and he... I can't remember what it was, but then my colleague, Simon uh, from from La Presse, who's a very good journalist, by the way. Okay, he is really good. So he's like, but why is it a question to Kent? Isn't it you that deciding your lineup? And he took it personal. He took it like, probably like, hey, like, are you deciding anything? Who? I mean, so he's he giving the death stare, and. You know, when you're giving the stare to someone and then you turn your head, but you make sure the eye is still, you know, there's still an eye contact and then whew. so we're like, okay, that's not fun right here. Yeah. Uh, I, I did it in my pants. My knees were shaking and I, I don't like, how do you say malaise in English? Hold on malaise. a second. Did you just say you did it in your pants or am I hearing things? What did you do? Kind, uh, kind of, uh, you know, it's not literally, but uh, yeah, just the how do you say a uh, malaise in English? Like uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was uh, malaise. I don't know. It was uh, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. How about that? But, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It sounds sounds accurate. And you kind of threw like, me off with the whole "you did it in your pants" type of stuff. Yeah. All of a sudden, I started thinking of American Pie, and I don't know why. No, but just to tell you that yeah. the look, Marty Saint Louis. He, I mean, this man is very intense, and yeah. this look meant. I mean, if it was gone, like we would be at a funeral today. It, it was over for for Simon Olivier. So, and then you know, after that, you're, he's already not there. After that, we just lost him. So it's, it's yeah, you know. Uh, Ma- and, Mapra, uh, I want to say this. I don't think the question was misplaced. I don't think it was a terrible question. I think it was a question that deserved to be asked. But at course. the same time, you know. Poor person who's going to ask it because you just get the feeling that it'll make someone feel uncomfortable. Marty St. Louis probably looking at him saying, do you think I'm a puppet? You know what I mean? Do you think I'm a puppet? Exactly. But I understand the question. But Patrick Huard said this morning on BPM Spa that he thought the question was totally misplaced and there was no place for it. I'm not so sure I agree. I, 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 and you know, I'll say it again. I really have a ton of respect for, for this colleague. Okay. Let's start with that. But sometimes thing goes fast. Uh, there's a new information coming. You want to, you want to ask a question. Sometimes maybe the wording was not, maybe it was not appropriate in that situation. But yeah. the last thing I want to do is say that he did wrong because the question had to be asked i mean why i mean why can't use is deciding who's gonna play you're the coach so the question it, it, it was totally fine maybe the wording well i, I i'm saying yes. that because yeah. obviously that that was the problem for yes. for marty saying we so anyways uh put it this well. way mapper though mapper put it this way if he doesn't ask the question you have a bunch of people on social media or calling into radio shows tv shows whatever People talking about it, members of the media talking about it, saying, why wasn't he asked the question, does Kent make his line? And so Simon asked the question that everyone wanted to ask. And it's a good question. He's a good journalist. And you know what? He's he's a funny guy. We all love him. Okay. So everybody, everyone felt bad for him. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, but at the same time, there's two things. Well, three things that happen. It's it's too bad. Nobody looked good in that situation. But there's two more things. First, Marty Saint Louis can't lie. 
and that's a that's a good news that's good news he just can't he's not an hypocrite he's not gonna say some things that he doesn't think he doesn't lie and i love that okay that's one second of all this group like gordon Hughes and marty Sandley, they can have arguments they can disagree they they're not always saying oh yeah you're you're good you're beautiful you're doing the right things sometimes they challenge each other each other and yesterday obviously it was i'm not saying there was an argument but there was a disagreement and you know what this morning i'm sure they're buddy buddy they're 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 like i mean this group is like that so i think from a bad situation came out some good uh and yeah so jeff gordon basically uh, said you know what I'll, I'll talk to the media between the first and the second period and he just told us that the fact that it's it, it, it was to allow his family to be there it was easier for his family and renault lavoie uh, our friend told me that um, it, it's in the contract first game you have if possible you have to fly the parents and make make everything in, in your power to, to to make sure that the family is there blah 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 so but at the same time what it did was that maybe it was not the greatest day for the kid for a first game yeah but uh basically that that was the explanation and uh yeah but you know when you want to sign an nca player you have to you know offer him candies and uh one yeah. candy was obviously you're gonna play this year and okay well here's the schedule there's their game blah 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 so you know you, you have to to seduce him you have to make sure he's gonna yeah. sign for you so by the way yeah. many took it as one of the things that probably upset saint louis was that sean farrell had just arrived he didn't have a practice under his belt he didn't have a morning skate he had nothing and boom he's thrown into the fire which exactly. could very wait, hold on a second which could very well be but I actually think, and I could be wrong here because only the coach knows, okay? I actually think that of all the reasons why the coach wouldn't have wanted him in the lineup last night was because I think he wanted to reward the lineup that he had the night before with a gutsy effort. Now, in the end, Kirby Doc did not end up playing because he was out because of injury. But I think he wanted to go with his same lineup, don't you? Yeah, of course. And I'll tell you what happened with Kirby Doc. So Doc uh, was injured, uh, left the game, came back. And, you know, it's not, I'm not saying it's a concussion, but it it, it could, sometimes the symptoms comes 24 to 48 hours after. I'm I'm not saying it's a concussion. We'll find out. But yesterday he was about to play, came, I saw him arriving at the rink with his suit. So he was playing. And then I heard that kind of felt bad, went to see Graham, Graham and uh, told him he didn't feel good. So it's about five-ish, 5.15, 5.30. And Graham is like, hey, buddy, you're not playing. So then you go back to Marty Saint. we saying, you know, uh, Tierney will, well, I mean, not Tierney will play because Pitlick was available as well, but Doc can't play. So there you go. But uh, at the same time, uh, Farrell arrived in Philly the day before so while the month while the canadians were playing in buffalo so he was at the hotel the morning after they they knew he was gonna play okay they knew it so instead of sending him uh at the morning skate with pitlick weidman uh and primo they said you know what you're gonna go have breakfast with your teammates so that's what he did 8 30 was at the breakfast veterans players came uh at the same table they spent an hour chatting with him meeting him blah 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 after that meetings um you know the the, 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 the style de jeu les, 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 you yeah know, the, so th- that's a lot of information so he spoke with obviously martin saint louis spoke with the assistant coaches so they felt it was better for him to uh spend some time like videos and meeting uh, people and everything have his nap instead of going for a skate so that's what happened that's it all right okay it's uh thank you joe you're doing a great job by the way mapper says hi you want to say hi to marc andre pero how are you i need an haircut well <laughs> so when, when do you need the haircut by next week yesterday okay so next week you're we're gonna meet up uh and i'm gonna get you the beer of course that, that'll be nice i'm thirsty already 
All right, so you uh, make your way over to my place, and Joe's uh, Joe's place is uh, probably uh, probably about uh, less than a thousand meters from my house. Sounds so good. we'll bring you over there, and uh, he'll give you a haircut. Good. All right, man. Yeah. Not just the haircut too, the massage and stuff. They bring you over. Oh, they yeah? give you a shampoo. They put this beautiful coconut shampoo, which is my favorite fragrance, by the way. The coconut. They massage okay. into your scalp. He actually has. Uh, Oh, shampoo and conditioner. Look, the ta 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 Moxie Coiffure. You see that? Let's it's see, got its perks. Yeah, yeah. To, this is amazing. Like you're going to cry. Hey, uh, it's funny. You, you, you know what? It doesn't happen often, but I think I was bang on because I said to Jean-Charles Lajoie yesterday, he said to me on TVS Spot, he said, how did they get this wrong? And I said, Jean-Charles, I'm going to speculate because I've been down the concussion road before, okay? Four times, okay? I said, I'm going to speculate. Doc had the concussion protocol the night before. Yep. Whether he passed it or he didn't pass. Let's just say he passed it because he, he was going to play. So he passed it. Okay, he passed he it. Passed. Okay. So he passed it. He set the play. All of a sudden, he either is dizzy, has a headache, is nauseous, and you know what? You go see the doctor, and the doctor says, you're not playing. And that's exactly what you reiterated, and that's the way, that's the way it went down. I mean, I, I figured it was that. You're buying on it. It's, yeah. it's it's as simple as that. And at the same time, he, Martin felt that, you know, you have to reward your players when they're giving you good performances. And that's what they were giving. So he didn't, I, I, and that's, that's an impression. I don't have any confirmation, but I mean, one plus one. So Marty didn't want to change anything about this lineup. So I, I he was pissed. He was obviously pissed. And yeah. that's fine. I, I, You know what? Again, I like the fact that he can't lie. Oh, He's I love not that. not full of bull crap. I love and that. I love the fact that he doesn't always agree with Ken. Yes. And uh, their wives are still friends. They're still yeah. friends. They're going to have lunches. And, you know, the, it, it, it's all good. But yeah. we, we had to pick up some some teeth on the floor i hear you hey joe go into the fridge if you want there's a case of grab a beer grab hey, a beer. no go to the fridge no no don't touch this case by the <laughs> way you might want to confirm to mapper that there is a case in there that is not opened which is his okay but there is a case that is opened which is mine and grab yourself a couple of beers here sit down with us all right okay um did you hear keith kachuk and I know we're going to, oh, so I want to talk about Keith Kachuk and I'm going to tell you why in just a second here. Yeah. Well, folks, Keith Kachuk, obviously former NHLer has two sons, Brady and Matthew, who both play in the national hockey league. Matthew plays for the Florida Panthers. Uh, he's their best player. And Brady plays for the Ottawa senators and he's their best player. Um, and probably because, uh, you know, Stutzel's not too bad. Cheers, my friend. There you go. Um, when you have a sip, you want to come in the camera here. Let's just, not literally, but actually, yeah, okay. Uh, okay, so you catch that one or went, Yeah, you got it. Yeah, okay, what a good man. All right, okay. He went on and he spoke with my buddy Carlo Koliakovo earlier yeah. this morning. And we got to listen to this, folks. This is unbelievable to think yeah. that a father of a player would go on the radio and say this about one of his son's teams. It's unbelievable. Listen in. Matthew in town tonight here in Toronto to play the Maple Leafs. Big game for the Panthers. They've been struggling of late. I mean, Matthew owes you a little birthday gift. Like, he's going to tuck one tonight against the Leafs, right? Well, I hope so. I mean, this is do or die uh, for the Panthers right now. So, uh, you know, I watched them the other night, and, you know, I know I'm staying at Brady's house, but uh, Brady's team, uh, you know, they played really well. They'd have some jam, and you know, I'm a little disappointed in the Panthers. You know, they're a bit, you know, they're a soft team and they're getting everything they deserve right now. There you have it. They're a soft team and they're getting everything they deserve right now. He wow. wanted to say it. He wanted to say it because the question was not there at all. Yeah. And uh, no, you're right about that. And guess what? Paul Maurice at one point tonight, the Panthers were up by a score of one to nothing. Toronto goes up by a score of two to one. They have a goal that's called back. Maurice goes absolutely nuts. He lets his team have it. And clearly, you know, he's trying to show, hey, you know what? The fact that they're soft is not my fault, right? Because I'm hard on them. I'm, you know, I'm tough on them. I'm going to give it to them. He gives it to them. Guess what? 
You got the greatest response you can ever get from your team. They scored two goals, including the winner in overtime, much to my disappointment because I took the Leafs to win earlier this morning with Jean Chal when I gave my pick. But the Panthers beat the Leafs 3-2 in OT. That's big. That's so he, big. Got, he got the response that he wanted. Of course. And, I mean, you have to be Keith Kitchuk. You have to be someone to say that. Uh, I'm not sure that uh, went well uh, with the uh, Panthers organization. But, you know, he doesn't give a crap. And that's perfect like that. But you know what? He is right. He is right. The, first, the Sens and Brady, He's. I mean, he's a horse. Same thing with Matthew, different. But... I mean, the Panthers should be on top of the standings or pretty, you know, close to it. And I don't know why they're, well, like, obviously they're soft, but to be called like that by the father of one of your players, that's huge. And I, I like the response, the response. So we'll, we'll see, but that's a big W for them. But, you know, I, I love it. I love it. That That's what hockey needs, you know, the, this type of, of statement and, you know, uh, ped celebration and everything, you know, out of the box. I love it. Yeah. Look, hockey, I'm not going to say it's boring, but it's, it's in so many respects, it's too conservative. Oh, the okay. other night, you think so? When you know many so? people were talking about Michael Pozzetta and his celebration and, uh, you know, it's there's an unwritten rule and you don't do that. And you don't. And, and by the way, Michelle Terry said it. And I respect Michelle. He's not the only one, by the way. There's several coaches. And I would imagine if you several players, Antoine Roussel came out and said, you don't Philippe do Boucher, it. Philippe, Philippe Boucher, you put your. So here's what I think is an interesting phenomenon in all this is that those who played in the NHL or coached in the NHL, they have the same opinion. And members of the media who didn't have the complete opposite opinion. The National Hockey League is conservative. The NBA is not. The NFL is not. The NFL is North America's sport. Like in the States, it's like number one by so much, it's not even funny. They do everything right. The way they celebrate touchdowns, in the NBA, the way they celebrate dunks, and in the mm-hmm. National Hockey League, a young man by the name of Michael Pizzetta, who probably who dreamt, who dreamt of playing in the National Hockey League and scoring a big goal in front of his family and Never friends. Never going to score another goal like that. Probably ever since he was six years old, is playing in Buffalo in front of his family and friends because he hails from Toronto, who probably drove an hour, an hour and a half to go watch him play. He probably had 50-plus people there, 100 people there, and he's tapped on the shoulder by Marty St. Louis to go take a shootout. And he scores the game-winning goal. And we have to get mad at him because he's riding his stick? Totally Is this a agree. joke or what? Totally agree. It's That's one of the main reasons why this league is not having success in a lot of states. It's just sometimes it's just boring and you had Sidney Crosby earlier this year saying you know you know I can't say it okay and I, I'm, I'm not picking on Crosby because he yeah. speaks his mind but you know he's very careful every players are careful we heard Connor McDavid saying uh last week that you know you know saying basically that uh that was fun the the baseball uh, world classic we need that yeah. and I was like okay Connor McDavid has opinions it's the first time I see that it's not normal. He's the face of the league now. Yeah, it was amazing. So, you are, so and I, I remember Koliakovo, your your friend. It was Koliakovo, Carlo Koliakovo. Yeah, a few months ago, he made a tweet and I retweeted him and I it was bang on saying, like, pointing like five or six points why the NHL is having problem. Yes. One of it was rivalries, which is for me the main reason. And so he pointed out that, you know, guys doesn't have, personality so again Pizzetta is doing this and first I mean when you arrive in 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 the locker room I'm like man I have to say I'm proud of you that was great Tiger Williams Taidumi did it and now you did it it was awesome and yeah everybody was having a good time but we we could feel that there was a a malaise a a malaise 
how do you say that? I like a that there, there was, an, mixed, there was mixed, an, feeling? uh, there, mixed feelings, a little bit of an uneasy feeling in the room. Yeah, kind of a mixed feeling because they, they liked it and it was not against Pizzetta because they, they thought it was great. They love Pizzetta. But how, how the, the other team is going to react? How? Yeah, but you see, but here, here's where, okay. This culture has to end. And I'm going to tell you what has to happen, okay? I'm Gary Bettman. I'm Gary Bettman, okay? I put everyone on a Zoom call. When they're available, I find a time when everyone's available. And I say, listen, guys, we got to make this game fun again. We got to make it fun again, all right? I want your personalities to come out. I want you to have great interviews. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you something. One of the things they do in the States with podcasts, and I want to do it with mine, okay? And here's, here's I'm going to share a, uh, a secret that's within, you know, my the inner circle of myself, Sammy, and Yellow. okay? We take a look at a lot of stuff that happens in the States where some of the bigger podcasts obviously take place. Athletes nowadays, they are regular collaborators and contributors on podcasts. Tom Brady, for the longest time, would go on with uh, the people in Boston. I believe it was the sports radio station there. Aaron Rodgers goes on with Pat McAfee once a week. And a couple of weeks ago, he announced where he wants to go and how it's all going to go down. And I think they had 468,000 people that were watching live. Okay? This is great for the athletes. It's not. It's obviously great for the podcast, okay? But it's great for the athlete's branding, all right? Maybe the athlete can make a couple of bucks out of it too. Um, but it's league. just, it's just, and you know, so many fans, they want these athletes to take them into their inner world and even their world off the ice. They have no idea when, when practice is over. Where they go? Do they go for lunch? Do they go together? Do they get in the bus? Do they go to the hotel? Do they go to the airport? Once they get to the airport, what do they do? How do they pass their time? Uh, when they go, what's their favorite city? Where do they go to eat? Uh, what, what time can they stay out until? You know, how often do they have team meetings? What do they look like? What do they sound like? What do they like to do in their spare time? Do they watch hockey when they're not playing? Do they not watch hockey? What are their interests? There's so many things that we could talk about. And, of course, a little bit about the game and a little bit about the team and what's going on. Yeah. The, the National Hockey League, they don't, do it. they don't do this. They don't do it. And you know what? You know what it's led me to believe? Is that P.K. Subban, even though we all at one point thought maybe it could have been too much, he was ahead of the, his time. He was ahead of his time. He tried to take that mentality and that culture of football and basketball, bring it to the National Hockey League. Many dinosaurs and, and uh, old farts and all that stuff, old-fashioned, <clears throat> didn't like it, didn't accept it, but he did good. And this is what the game needs. Carlo talked about what the game needs. There's a lack of rivalries. There's a lack of personalities. In my opinion, there's too many games. In my opinion, you should have back-to-backs in the same city so you avoid travel and the rivalry spills over. Uh, maybe change the playoff format. There's different things you can do. For example, too, the lottery to find out where the teams are going to be picking. Monday, May 8th, you can get the entire hockey world together in a bar. You're doing it on Monday when some bars are closed. Why would you do it on Monday, May 8th? Why? <laughs> but is it me or am I missing something here? It's a good question. It's a good, it's a, it's a good question. Of course question. it's a good question. It's just a Belfast one. I'm not just another pretty face, you know. Yeah, you know you what I'm talking great. about. But you are, can you imagine like a, a cold coffee out cab, like exactly what you were saying? What do you, what do you, you know, you, you, you film him while in practice, after practice, what he likes to eat, what he likes to play with who, and yeah, it would be just, but it, it seems like they, they, they don't want that. And is there another sports where, I mean, hockey players, they have great personalities. They're funny. They're, I mean, they, they don't have only good sides, but they're funny 
dudes and they're good, nice, you know, it, it, it's fun to get, hang out with, with hockey players normally. So, you know, put it on. I, but it, it seems like you, you talked about Michel Terrien and I yeah. respect Michel a lot. But so do I, of thing. course. But it's that mentality that he said, you know what, Peds, maybe he's going to have to answer the bell. So I was after at La Poche Bleue and I'm like, answer the bell. He gave a show to the fans. Like it, it, it's going to be on, on the highlights for how long. It's going to be on Instagram, YouTube for how long. So everybody's like, man, it's awesome. But he's going to deserve a punch in the face for doing that. It, it, it's just crazy. And, you know, I, after the game in Buffalo, the, you know, there's a, a hall Then you have the Buffalo locker room, which is very nice, by the way. Then you keep on going. You have Montreal uh, hall, hallway, uh, dressing room. And after the games, you know how it works. Like, there's often players from both teams. They hang around after, the old friends, blah, blah, blah. There's one player, player from Buffalo and one player from Montreal. I'm not going to name them, obviously, because it was a private conversation. But I had to go, you know, I had to cross the wall. And they were talking about it. And the Sabres player was not happy about the celebration and the Montreal player was like you know what I understand and uh, yeah maybe it was too much blah 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 but the and but the guy he is mad so is there going to be retaliation for that probably but man everybody who saw that was like hey man that was great even in I mean there was a lot of Montreal jersey in in the the building but even fans of the Sabres thought it was, you know, it, it was funny. It was, you know, maybe it was. Yeah. So anyways, it's, it's once again, that... you, you need a culture change here because if the Sabres were to come into Montreal and they would celebrate, like I personally would have no problem with it. I would find it funny. I think the game needs more of it. I think goal celebrations. There's not, there's not enough, man. There's not well, enough. Rem- what, do, what do they, what do they do sometimes? They, they, they give high five to each other and then well, they, they skate by the bench and they, they, they Kirby Doc up. earlier this year in Chicago, the, the, when he did the Hulk Hogan move to the, to the fans, it was great. Nobody yeah. talked about it. Uh, Jack, I, when it was a Jack, I no, slap when he scored his first goal, you know, he yelled to the, the Coyote uh, players, like, uh, saying yeah. to go, uh, F himself. That was awesome. Uh, remember back in the days, Temu Selani, he scored, he would go boom, boom, boom. This, that was great. Hey, throw the glove in the air and grab the sticks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need that. You need that. So anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm, or find find the line between, you know, uh, not being too much and um, humiliate the, the opponent, but you have to give a show to the fans. You, you have yeah. all the ingredients in hockey. And look, you know what? Once again, everyone that worked in hockey, whether as a coach, GM, scout, staff member, assistant, player, they they they're all on this the same. Um, they're all of the same opinion, and th- and that's because that is what the culture is. And we're just saying that in my world, Gary Bedman has to have a Zoom call with everyone and says, "Guys, we need to start having fun." All right, we're the no fun league, and we need to yeah. start being we need to start being the fun league. We we need yeah. to start being fun here. All right. We agree this on is, that. Yeah. Uh, this is um, this is too boring, man. This is too boring. Well, uh, last night's game, it was one. I mean, it's been nine years now. I think. Yeah. Nine or ten years. Top three boring games I've been, like, top three. Yeah, that was. You know what? And you know what? It was odd. Two teams that are going to miss the playoffs. You have no reason to be boring. You have no not. reason to be boring. Last night, it's Tortorella versus St. Louis. Why was it that boring? And trust me, there was a nine minute and almost 10 minutes, like nonstop. Yeah. It was great because it was, you know, it was just great because we so couldn't now you take wa- it anymore. You want me to tell you why? Why? Because you shouldn't be playing back-to-backs in the National Hockey League, travel included. You should not. Uh, yes, in but... In my world, the National Hockey League plays yeah, but Tony- four to five days a week. Not seven, and that's oh it. no no I don't agree. You don't we agree? All, no, we already no we already talked about that for all right. seven days. You need to have games every day, and the back to backs. Don't forget that the buildings. I mean, look at the Madison Square Garden. They, there's always something. So when you can find a hole to play, you take it. Yeah, it's the same. So there, there's so many things that 
you know, you have to play back to back. And I, I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with that. But uh, so many things I want to talk to you about, uh, but we've already been on for about 45 minutes. So I'm going to make this very fast. Okay. Very, very fast. Yep. Kate and Primo and NHL are going forward. Yes or no? Uh, As far. No, not, not right now. He played great yesterday though. He he looked more solid than ever. Uh, Like the fact that the puck was, you know, looking for him and stick to, to his body. But now I will say no. But I, I wish I'm wrong. I wish I'm wrong because he, you know, he 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 did this the, the last year. So, all right, we'll okay. Uh, someone says uh, suggestion: leave the phone number under your name during the show. We don't usually take calls when there's no game. When there is a game, we have the number up at the top: one triple eight five eight five seven four two five. All right, uh, okay. Um, Raphael RV Pinard to Laval. To finish off the season? It wouldn't be fair to him, but if they have a uh, an agreement for his contract, I would say why not? But I'm not sure about that one. Laval needs to make the playoffs. The, they do a, need to make the... Yeah. I yeah, saw the standings I, I, today. I have the schedule in front of me. As a matter of fact, uh, also the month of April, uh, they have uh, one, two, three, four. They have uh, six games. Four of them are at home in Laval. Four of them at home be, well, Yeah, I, I get it, but it would be unfair to, uh, to Raphael. I, I, I don't like that. Okay. Uh, Pierre Lebrun says, uh, we're not only talking Pierre-Luc Dubois in Winnipeg. They might actually, that golden generation that they had in Winnipeg that they thought they were going to win with at one time with with um, with uh, Shifley and Wheeler and Ehlers and Dubois and Connor Hellebuck. Buffalo at one point, yeah. Buffalo, yeah, they had Jacob Truba too. The list goes on and on. He says Dubois might not be the only one gone. Shifley might be gone too. Hellebuck He's might gone. be gone too. And they might dismantle this whole thing and start all over again. Of course. Uh, for me, I, I can't see how Mark Shifley would sign long, long-term long deal with the Jets. I just don't think it's going to happen. And uh, yeah, well, there, there's something called the, the window in hockey. Well, in every yeah. sport. And uh, they had their window in 2018, 19, 17, maybe. Yeah. They didn't took the opportunity. So, yeah, it's like Montreal, like in the 14. You know, it's a uh, door is open. The window is open. You don't get in. Yeah. Goodbye. Start again. A shout out to Playground. Major poker festivals are back at Playground. The March Million features 10 ring events and a million dollars in guaranteed prize money, including a 400000 guaranteed main event play in Playground's March Million Poker Series from March 23rd to April 2nd. Visit playground.ca for details. Um, Mathias Brunet of La Presse newspaper says no to Denis Gurianov. He's already identified who he sees a right wing going forward for the Canadians next year. He says no. He's cutting ties. You say? Uh, I agree with Matthias. Uh, I I'm not seduced. Uh, you know when you're what What does in... it take to seduce you exactly, uh, Mark Andre? Not that I would, you know, like, uh, but just for those. Uh... For me, Rafael Arvepinal. That's that's exactly what seduces me. Like work, work. You are lucky to be there. Just okay. Work. Do not. So it's a, as simple as that. So. Uh, I, I just can't stand. But if somebody not, were to want to seduce you personally, they'd have to work for you. Then they'd have to work, work, work for you. <laughs> just a smile. Just be nice. <laughs> All it takes but, is a smile. This guy's the best. I love this guy. Yeah, this guy's just a smile. Just a smile. I, I know that he's incredibly inconsistent. I know that. And I know that there's a lot of players over the course of time that we've said they have tools and then they were never Arnia. able they were never able to put it together on a consistent basis. But Gurianov's skill set and the tools in his toolbox. Yeah, um, but I'm tired of that. I, I I like what he has. Like I now mind you, I mean I liked what Nikita Sherback had at one point doing and he never put it together and he didn't play in National Hockey League very long. But uh I don't know, like the, the what is there to lose to bring him back? You're in a rebuilding oh. year. No one thinks you're going to make the playoffs next year oh. anyway. Don't get me wrong. I, I I would I would sign him. I think. Am I saying two different things now? But I would give him a try. But 
I, I'm really not sure about what I've seen so far. But he's got all the tools. He's got yeah, all the tools. I have the but... ability to change people's minds, you know. Yeah, you're very good at it. But thank you, thank you. I, I don't know. In ending, in ending, uh, Jeff Gordon was asked about the negotiations, Cole Caulfield and his clan. Yeah. He had a little bit of a smirk, okay? He's optimistic, all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know when. I will tell you this. I'm hearing it will a contract will be announced before the season is over. And the last game is the 13th of April when they host the Boston Bruins. I'm hearing a contract will be announced before the season is over. When? I don't know. But it'll be done before the season is over. That's what I'm hearing. That's probably correct because he, right. uh, he was saying things are going well and he's confident and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he, he, he kind of looked at me with a smile saying that, you know, it's, I, my, my understanding is that it, it's coming. So he didn't, he didn't tell you uh, when you, when the cameras are off or anything, mm -hmm. Hey, say hi to Tony, like nothing that he didn't, he didn't say that to you or say hi to he Tony. Said, he said, tell him about his hair. So uh, the hair. Know. Okay. Joe, Joe, Joe's here. Joe, come in, Br bring the chair here, bring the chair. Okay, before we let Mark uh, Mark Andre Perot go, uh, just tell people who you like. They, they've they, you know, people saw you before, right? But for those who didn't, introduce yourself. Speak a little bit louder than you did last time, though. Okay, speak into the microphone. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Joe. How are you? Hi, Joe. You're the oh best. my god, <laughs> he's turning red. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you shy or what? Give him okay, another beer. There. Okay, there's 45,000 people watching right now at the same time. There's no reason to be... Uh... All right, how long have you been doing this, Joe? Over 20 years. Over 20 years. Over 20 years. And how long have you been at Moxie Coiffure, which is your place in partnership with uh, another partner? It's about 17 years now. 17 years at Moxie Coiffure. So when you come to beautiful Villa Sal, I'm bringing you there, okay? Can't wait. Thank you very much for your collaborations. Again, a regular sure, every Wednesday night. You, my friend, you are very good at what you do. You are fantastic. Merci beaucoup. Say it again. Thanks, my friend. All right. You, my friend, are very good at what you do. You are fantastic. <laughs> All right. Ciao, ciao. See you. Okay. A shout out to sportbuffshop.com. Shop all of your sports licensed lifestyle apparel, including hoodies, caps, and T-shirts of your favorite teams from all uh, major leagues at sportbuffshop.com. Use code SICK10 for 10% off on all of their items. Uh, we can, uh, Agnello and Sammy and Master Control. Joe's a hardworking man, says Alfred Vega. He definitely is. Joe, you know that I'm, uh, I don't, um, I don't like hair on me, right? You saw that, right? You know, I, the second I see some hair, did you make sure that you got everything in the back of the neck here, gone, everything? Yeah. All right. Okay. Look what I, uh, look what I got. It arrived. Um, it arrived in the mail a couple of days ago. This would be the. Uh, there we go. You see that? There we go. Huh? Look at this. This is a beauty. This was sent to me by the good folks over at Manscaped. Manscaped, Joe. Joe, excellent product, Joe. Excellent product. And uh, I got this as well. Look at that. All right. Lovely. Lovely, lovely paper they have. And uh, look at this, Joe. Look at this, huh? huh? What to do? Look at this. Look at this. You know, if you go like this, you are not going to cut yourself. You see, Joe? No cuts. Look at that. Manscaped. For Marinero. Why? Because uh, it, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Joe, look at this. Joe, 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 look, 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 look. Look at this. All right. Agnello, Sammy, back at Master Control. Why don't we get to some questions here? While I'm uh, removing every single inch of hair that I have on my body. Why? You're going to ask? Because I have a phobia. And I don't like hair on my body. So I shave my fingers. I shave my hands. I shave my arms, my armpits. I basically shave my whole body. Like I'll leave hair on my head and I'll have some on my face every now and then with a beard. But uh, other than that, 
you won't find another hair on my body. You just won't. Uh, dude, it's not for your arms. Uh, for me, I use it for everything. Everything, everything. See, look. I'm going to remove the... Uh, we're gonna, you're going to hold this for a second, Joe. See? Look over here. Look, too. Let's get the uh, necklace out of the way, Joe. Look, uh-huh. I do this all the time. All the time. All right. There we go. So, for the good people at Manscaped, thank you very much. I love my Manscaped. Uh, let's bring in some more questions. Uh, so, Tony Hughes is a very smart GM. Do you think McDavid is on his radar in three years when uh, he said that he sees the team making noise in two, three years in the playoffs? Should have the money to throw his way. Uh, this coming in from Ron LaRock. Should have the money. Listen, everyone's going to be interested in Connor McDavid. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And you would think that if he doesn't win a Stanley Cup in Edmonton in the next three years, well, then his next contract is not going to be in Edmonton. It's going to be somewhere else. That's what you would think. Uh, if he's going to have the money, he'll make a play. If he doesn't have the money, he won't. It's that simple. Now, you can guess that he's going to have the money all you want, but at the same time, you know what? He might end up giving $8 million to Cole Caulfield. He's already given $7.875 to Nick Suzuki. He might end up giving $8 million or $7 million to Pierre-Luc Dubois. Then all of a sudden, Caden Gooley and Uri Slavkowski, uh, they end up becoming pretty good NHLers, and all of a sudden, they're in for a big pay hike as well. You never know. You know, who knows if he's going to be able to have the space but uh if teams want to make a play for Connor mcdavid they have to start basically in the next year or so they already have to start planning and getting things in place so that they can get rid of some contracts and they're going to have the room because Connor mcdavid in three or four years from now he's going to be paid a lot of money he's paid 12 and a half right now or whatever it is well he's going to be paid the cap's going to go up so you're going to be able to dedicate more money to your best player because of uh, percentage on the amount of the cap. And he's probably going to make in excess of $15 million. And you know what? That guy is worth the price of admission anytime. Yeah, probably about $15 million. Other questions coming in. Alfred Vega. Boys, is Slaff, um, if Slaff would be part of the 2023 NHL draft, is he in the top five? In my opinion, not a chance. Well, uh, he wouldn't be ahead of Bedard. He wouldn't be ahead of Fantilli. He wouldn't be ahead of Carlson. And, uh, you know, he wouldn't be ahead of Michkov if the whole Russia and KHL thing didn't exist. And there are others that uh, Grant McCagg of Recruits and Recruits.ca talked to us about yesterday. Others coming in. It's 10.57. Live out of beautiful Villa Salle in Montreal. Hey, Mozituna. Wine Samurai. What is the Habs starting lineup for the 23-24 season? And Yellow and Sammy. It's Wednesday, March 29th. The Canadians are going to end up playing their first game of next season. Probably in the first or second week of October on a Wednesday. Why are you bringing up this question? But what, what am I supposed to do? Look into a crystal ball here? I don't know. How am I supposed to know? I don't know who's going to be back, who's not going to be back. I mean, I can guess. I'd rather answer that question as we get closer. Sometime in the summer, I'll answer that question. Where are we going? Hey, T, what's happening with Monaghan? Marco Monaco. Marco, thanks for the question via Facebook. I say this. If they get a good report, on Monaghan's health, I say that Monaghan will re-sign with the Canadians, even though uh, a lot of people don't think so. Now, if they don't get a good uh, report or feedback on what his health is or what it's going to be going forward, then they won't sign him. But if they think, you know what, this guy's going to be healthy, they're going to say, hey, listen, Sean, you picked up 17 points in 25 games with us. It was going well. You were starting to find your rhythm. You now know all the players. You know the city. You know the culture. You know the team. You know this. You know that. Why don't you come back another year or two, and then you know what? You'll be UFA at that point. You put together a good season or two good seasons, and then at that point you can end up uh, getting yourself a long-term contract, possibly. I think it all depends on his health status. Next. If Habs win the second pick overall and draft Fantilli, does Hughes forget about Pierre-Luc Dubois? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say... Um, no, he won't. 
because Pierre-Luc Dubois can still play the wing. He can play wing. He can play center. And Fantilli would be on an entry-level contract. So, no, I I think he would still be interested. That's one way of really accelerating the rebuild. Thank you very much. Next. Uh, it's been forever since the Habs have had a point-per-game player. Would you trade Gooley for an 80-point guy? Gooley's obviously one of the last players that I want to trade. I'd always like that offense. But an 80-point guy is going to be making $10 million. And Gooley's making a million. And so, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Because there's going to be a lot of contracts coming in. I, I just, I wouldn't. Why would I trade Gooley for an 80-point guy when I can trade a lot less than that and get Dubois, who can probably hit 70 points. I'm not trading Caden Gooley. Defensemen like this, they don't come around every day. This guy skates like the wing. He's a first-pairing shutdown defenseman for a decade. This is the kind of guy that if you trade him, like Sergachev, you say, oh, man, this is coming back to haunt us for a very long time. And by the way, Gooley's ceiling higher than Sergachev's, in my humble opinion, of course. Other questions? Tony, are you hearing an eight-year contract for Caulfield? I think it goes down either eight years, seven years, or three years. I don't see any other term other than that. Eight years, seven years, or three years. I would imagine his best friend on the team is Nick Suzuki, who signed an eight-year deal last year. And he's got seven years on his whatever. I would imagine they'd like to keep him here as long as they're going to keep Nick Suzuki here and say, okay, you know what, guys? This is our window to win a cup. But if I'm Pat Brisson, I'm probably more intrigued with three years more than anything else. Three years, Cole Caulfield scores 40, 45, and 50. You know what's going to happen in year four from now? It's going to break the bank. That's what's going to happen. It's going to break the bank. Agnello and Sammy, make your way in here. Let's go. What's hey, going what's going on? Say hi to Joey the Barber. Joey the Barber, great job, man. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> You're not going to make any money with Agnello. He's never coming to see you. The reason we put up that question about next year's lineup, you know why we did that? Tell me, tell me. It was kind of payback time for last night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was payback time for last night because... But he knew you wouldn't going to answer that, so we put you on the spot. I'm going to tell you something. You're probably referring to the fact that we... We instead of finishing at 11 p.m. last night, we finished at 12:30. Um, 12:30 a.m. Right? Yep. I'm going to tell you this, and I didn't see Sammy today. I didn't speak to Sammy today. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to bet that as much as you're complaining, Sammy was ecstatic. Tell me Sammy, I'm wrong. Sammy wanted to go all night. He said, "Tell Tony to keep going." My kind of guy. Yep, I agree. He wants to go all night. Yeah. You either go big. Or go home. He keeps saying, I want it to go big. You want it to go home. He says that we got to set up a marathon night. We go all night long, bring our guests from other cities. We just go all night till six, seven in the morning. I've done that before. Yeah. On the honeymoon. (laughs) Oh, what are we talking about here? Okay. Sorry. All right. Okay. No, but seriously, hey, uh, I threw it out there earlier. Yep. What was the feedback from our beautiful sick army, our beautiful sick community here? Uh, when do they want to get together? Did they give a date? They didn't really give a date. The problem is if we do it on a night when the Canadians play, then we can't get all the collaborators out. That's, I was thinking about that That's too. The problem. That's what I was thinking once you mentioned it. So tomorrow, I was thinking about that too. Look, for example, Marc-Andre Perot. I want him to be there. Yeah, the Canadians play, he can't be there. 100%. So we'll see. We're going to work on it tomorrow. Maybe we'll do it a week after they finish. And we'll watch another game playoff game or something that's going on. You know? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Because at that point, when you're watching another playoff game instead of the Canadians, you have more time to mingle and stuff like that's that, right. you know, that's talk right. and whatever, because you're, you're, you're not as engaged in the game as you would be if it was the Habs, right? Yep, definitely. Yeah. We'll do that. Jay Fed says, Tony went all night at the buffet. <laughs> uh, not anymore. No, no, don't talk to me uh, about food right now. I really have to try and stay away. Uh, will you guys have a draft lottery night on May 8th? Well, look, we're not there yet, but what I can tell you is that on May 8th, 
we're not going to go at 10 p.m. that night. We're going to change our time, and we're going to start when the draft lottery starts. We'll have a special show. It's kind of, right? it's kind of stupid that it's a Monday night. It's-, it's kind of stupid that it's a Monday night. Alfred says, yeah, but there's only 10 teams, really, that can find out where their standing can be. So, you know what? It doesn't impact anyone else. Hi, babe. Come on in. Hey, babe, come on in. Enjoy the barbers here. Yes. So my wife has this habit that she checks if the door is open before she actually, you know, goes to bed and stuff like that. So she walked right in. I was going to bring her on the podcast, but no, God, she cannot be on the podcast. No, no one can look at me. No, no, no. Anyway, that's that. All right. Okay. Tomorrow night, same time, same place. The Canadians are in action tomorrow. And uh, give or take 15, 20 minutes after the game. All depends. You don't know the way that these games go, right? Take a look at the game the other night in Buffalo. By the time the game was over, by the time the game was over, I mean, we had uh, the second the game was over, the uh, the podcast at the start. But usually, for the most part, games go a good two hours and 40 minutes. So we're usually on the air about 20 minutes, about 20 minutes after the game. Tomorrow night, the Canadians host the Florida Panthers who are coming off a 3-2 win in overtime in Toronto and uh, we'll be back tomorrow night same time, same place 10pm there Cavallaro I'm Marinaro he's Joey the Barber and once again I'm Marinaro, this podcast is sick the sick podcast, back tomorrow night 10pm, ciao for now And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature.